Today on Locked On Rockies. So that's it, huh? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the second day of August in the year 2022. I'm your host of the Rock Locked on Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, your Rockies fan extraordinaire, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast for about two years and now here, bringing all sorts of breakdowns, analysis, everything you want to know about the Colorado Rockies in a lovely podcast form. We do it right here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Proud to be part of the Locked on Podcast Network where you can find your team every day and we're proud to be your first listen of the day. Today on Locked on Rockies, there is simply one and only one thing to talk about. It's the Rockies' lack of moves at the deadline. It's not the only thing to talk about, obviously, but that's what we're going to break down. And I want to hear from Rockies fans if you have your takes on the Rockies being the only team in Major League Baseball to not make a single move at the deadline or ahead of the deadline Drop them into the YouTube chat or let me know on Twitter at LO Rockies or again, subscribe on YouTube so you can know when we're live and you can jump in like I know a bunch of you are today. Folks, I know this isn't a surprise to those that actually know this team that has that understands the history of this team that's followed this team for as long as I know you have as I have. The Rockies making new, no moves at the trade deadline shouldn't be that big of a surprise. It really isn't something that uh, I really expected too much, but it all makes too much sense. And then what happens today? The Padres go out and change the landscape of baseball. They get the deal done. The Dodgers go out and make multiple deals. The Giants make deals. The Diamondbacks made a deal. The NL West is moving. The NL West is getting better. The Rockies are not getting better. By doing nothing at the deadline, the Rockies are committing to a sub-500 team, an average at best team. That is relying on someone that has been on the injured list now three times. That is relying on aging veterans. That's relying on multiple people to re-sign with the Colorado Rockies. There is absolutely zero, none, no excuse for absolute inactivity at the deadline when the Rockies are in this position. None. There is no logical explanation. There is no spin that the Rockies front office can give to me as a diehard Rockies fan, as someone that is incredibly disappointed with the state and the status of the front office of this team and the current makeup of this team and the direction that the organization decides to take. I am more frustrated this year than I am from last season. Last season, I at least got to, to spend more time with fan favorites, with someone who should have been a staple of the franchise, with someone who was already a foundational piece, with two players that were already foundational pieces that the Rockies instead couldn't get deals done and turn their backs on and didn't help their team get better in the future. The Rockies could see multiple free agents leave this offseason as multiple people. There were people interested in Carlos Estevez. 
The Rockies had so many pieces they could at least see what something different was going to be like. To see, take a chance on a low aim ball player for Jose Iglesias or for Carlos Estevez. There were people calling about Rockies players. And the phone goes dead when you're sitting there and you're in a, 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 a fighting off the basement of your division. The Rockies are 20 games behind the Dodgers. 20. How can you sit there with a straight face and go to the Rockies fans this offseason and throughout this season? Real Rockies fans. Rockies fans that care about this team actually being competitive. No offense to you other Rockies fans that just like the Rockies because of course Field and baseball in the summertime and you just want to have a cold beer at the ballpark. That's fine. Live your life. But Real Rockies fans, and I guess real isn't the right word, diehard Rockies fans are once again burned by this organization's lack of attention to detail and and attention to getting better. The Rockies are not getting better. The Rockies are getting worse. Do you know what the Rockies record is after the All-Star break? The Rockies have won three games since the All-Star break. Three three games for a team that was already below 500 not even close to the top two spots in their own division and got to say that they were in the hunt at six and a half games out the rockies need change from the top down this is why you don't promote the gm from within your organization This is why when you have an opportunity to make a change in your front office, you go outside of your organization and you actually do your research and bring someone in that wants to make this club better. Because Bill Schmidt has proven now that he does not want to make this team better. He wants to stand idle and he wants the Rockies to continue to be in the path that they are, not spending the money that they need to, only on certain names and certain identities so they can go there and get and get a little enough to get more Rockies fans into the seats because you know you're going to get the out-of-towners. We talked about this yesterday. The Rockies are fifth place in attendance. They are in fifth place in attendance. Dick Mumford has no incentive to go and spend the money and get better. Bill Schmidt doesn't need to go out and do anything other than keep one superstar on the team so they can say that they have a superstar player. And they can lean on it. Here it comes, folks. It's coming. Mark it. The Rockies are going to lean on the Chris Bryant injuries as the reason that this year went off the rails. Not because they're committing to the wrong players and not because they're not willing to make moves on players that are performing on expiring deals. You have to be able to make those moves. You have to do those. The Rockies are in no place to stand and do nothing. And re-signing all these players just signs you up for another year of what we're watching right now. Below 500 baseball at the bottom of the division. Going to dive into some of your thoughts uh, and see what uh, some of the people have said uh, on 
Twitter, you also can drop your opinions right here in the live chat. I want to get the opinions uh, from you, the fans here, as the Colorado Rockies do nothing, absolutely nothing, at the trade deadline today. But hey, do something for yourself. And if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There is a new flavor. Ready? It's delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. Have light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com and snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough, the light, fluffy texture, so good. You are going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 at Built.com for 15% off your order. Trevor Salzman in the chat says, This starts and ends with Dick Momfort. The last two GMs have resigned for a reason. Momfort does not allow his GMs to do what they need to do to win. It's clear this team has no direction. Eric Harper says, Go Rockies, but it's terribly disappointing to have a team that is happy being on the treadmill. And Trevor, I got to disagree with you. I think it, uh, it while it is Momfort at, at its core, Momfort is the nucleus of, of the issues. I do believe the Rockies uh, need a new owner. Uh, Bill Schmidt has plenty to do with it. He and him and, and Momford uh, go hand in hand, handpicked by Momford, the guy toted about in the organization. I don't think uh, Dick Momford got in the way of, of what Bill Schmidt wanted to do. I think Bill Schmidt is going to be perfectly happy coming out and answering questions to the media and giving us the line of Chris Bryan was hurt this year. And our pitching staff took a step back, but we're hoping through a an offseason where we can retool and reevaluate things, we can get back to what we know these pitchers are going to be. I, I think that's exactly what you're going to see Bill Schmidt go out and tote time and time and time again this offseason. Jose Iglesias might not re-sign with the Rockies. You know what? Good chance Chad Cool probably does. I, I, I will say that. But Jose Ureña and uh, Jose Iglesias... And uh, who else do we got? Uh, Colomay. Folks, are those the players worth holding on to for a second half of a lost season? It's, the towel is thrown in. You got to realize this. I don't know why the Rockies never th think that if they admit that they're... Wouldn't you be more excited? Would you be more excited as a Rockies fan right now how you feel right now and versus if they traded those players, maybe even throw CJ Crone in that mix and Daniel Bard in that mix. Are you less likely to go to a Rockies game for the rest of this season because the team kept everybody? I am curious. Is, 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 as Rockies fans, are you more confident in the direction of the team by it doing nothing? Because I haven't seen very many people out here saying that the Rockies doing nothing at the deadline is a good thing. Most treated with, with, with 
a, it's a laugh. I'm so tired of loving a team that is a laughing stock. That's a joke in the eyes of the rest of the league. It's exhausting. I spend my time. I spent you and you all know. You, I mean, we spend our time, we spend our money, we spend our energy supporting a club, a baseball team that is willing to cut corners, is willing to settle for mediocrity at best because Rockies winning 72 games is good enough for fifth place in attendance for Dick and for Bill, especially when they're on budget deals. Especially when you only you, you you're willing to go with Chris Bryant 187 million. If the Rockies are for real and the Rockies are willing to spend that much money on one player, and if they're not doing stuff for the deadline, then they better be active this offseason. That checkbook better be getting opened because guess what? The small market narrative, you can go ahead and throw that away. The Rockies can never, ever use the small market excuse for their inactivity with going after players the san diego padres the san diego padres have made massive trades have signed massive players have made impacts in the market of baseball and when you are talking about market size and teams that have national recognition the padres are not a large market team. The San Diego, I'd argue, is probably not even as big of a market as Denver truly is. If we have to go through an offseason of excuses like that and the and leaning on Chris Bryan's injuries, it's again an example of this team not having a spine, not having a it, it not having a plan and a plan to and to follow. We invest so much as fans, and I feel like I'm a little ridiculous for getting this upset about what we all knew was going to happen. But how am I supposed to feel about something I care about when this, when stuff like this happens? Can 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 you really say the Rockies are are, are doing fans right right now? Have the Rockies done fans right since trading Nolan Arenado? Have you? I've, I've, I'm curious. We I've seen tweets of this being the most apathetic people have ever felt towards the Rockies ever. I don't want to not care about this team. Obviously, I care about this team. I host a podcast about them. It's where I'm at right now. But what does it say about your organization? What does it say about your team? When everyone has similar ideas, when they, when most people can point out to to ideas and 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 operations that other teams would do, but the Rockies just pivoting and going in the other direction. Because here's here's your here's your here's more fan reaction. It's outside of me. We're going to Twitter here. Monty, eman093 on Twitter says, disappointed by not surprised. Peter and I, uh, uh, let's see. We got uh, at Rept 
repped, av I repped Adam, I think, as a Rockies fan. I haven't felt anything in years. Come on now. Trevor Salzman, he's here in the live chat as well. Not surprising, honestly. This team rarely makes a trade in general. Doesn't it say something when you're the only Major League Baseball team that doesn't make a trade at or near the deadline and you're sitting last in the division? Every professional Colorado sports team has had a chance, good chance to bring a championship back to the Mile High City with the Avs already doing it and possibly going to try to repeat. Then you have the Rockies, who are clearly not trying to win by doing absolutely nothing at the deadline. Rockies now. Sometimes I hate this team. Jambron. They're exactly who we think they are. Everyone saw this coming. This franchise is an abomination. There, confidence in the Rockies has to be at an all-time low. Because we weren't treated, we we were treated with with a potential. We, the, the what the biggest torment for Rockies fans was the fact that the plan and the Rockies actually panned out for a couple of seasons. Things were going well for the Rockies. Now we've been ha we've been treated to that expectation. We've been treated to a slice of that, but. You can just kind of conclude that was luck. And maybe it'll pan out down the line when you, when with, with some of these prospects. But how much playing time is Montero going to get this year? So much for bringing up Tovar to play shortstop the rest of the season. What happens when Jose Iglesias just walks in the offseason? Just... Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And Eric, I, I want to have the hope. I do. Trust me. There are reasons to hope. But the Rockies have constantly got in the way of their own hope. The Rockies could be a completely different looking team this year if they actually committed to the plan and, and, the, and the players they had developed and they'd be in the golden age right now before that. But without actually committing to any form of a... They won't fully commit to going all in for a competitive team and building around Arenado, Story, LeMahieu, and a pitching staff that was doing good. But they won't break it all the way down and do a full rebuild because they don't want to do that. The Rockies are perfectly happy with being mediocre. That is what this trade deadline tells you. The Rockies are okay winning 72 games. That's plain and simple. They can win 72 games, be a, lead, a league leader in attendance, give vets a little place to come and pad some stats, get a couple extra years, hang out the Rockies and play with their younger guys. The Rockies are a-okay with mediocrity. I'm tired of mediocrity. And I would be more okay with mediocrity if I wasn't fed line of uh, lines of competitiveness of this team is close, of this team is playoff ready, of playoff rotation, of we believe in our guys, we're just not getting enough, the Chris Bryan injury. I don't want to hear any of that. 
I want to hear detailed reasons why this team has made no moves at the trade deadline for two years and why this team that has been at the bottom of their division, that has not made the playoffs in uh, multiple years in a row, why they think this is the best move for the Rockies. I want front office, I want people to come out and tell me specifically exactly why this was the plan, why the Rockies think this was the best situation for the Rockies why making zero moves while making no taking no action was the best move for the Colorado Rockies I want to hear it from them I want to hear it from Dick I want to hear it from Bill I want to hear it from Bud I want to hear it from all of them because these players some of these vets while they also deserve a chance to play they also deserve a shot at at competing too I mean, they're also major leaguers. It's part of the business. I want to know why these are the moves the Rockies continue to make. And I want real answers. Because the Rockies have provided very few real answers multiple years in a row. And I want to know detailed the plan to get Montero playing time. I want to know detailed plans to get the Rockies, their young players playing time this season. And why it was worth holding on to these players that deserve playing time too, that are going to get in the way of those younger players. I'm going to want to know why Montero sits on the bench at the major league level for the majority of the second half season and the Rockies continue to do that with some of their younger players. I want to know those answers because you have to give us something because by doing nothing and telling us nothing, you continue to spurn and burn the people that care about this team. There are a lot of Rockies fans out there that care a heck of a lot about this team. But there's not a heck of a lot of reasons to care about this team right now. Not a lot of reasons to be a pumped up, excited Colorado Rockies fan right now. Eric, I love your enthusiasm. You're already, you always are positive here. I try to do some positive, but I am, there's no positive spin to be had on today. Your division, your opponents, the people you need to beat got better. You did not. The goal is to win games. The Rockies are not putting themselves in a position to win more games because of of days like today. In case you're curious as well, the Rockies currently down 7-3 to the Padres right now. That is going to do it today, folks, for the uh, the Locked On Rockies podcast. I'm Paul Holden. I uh, hope I didn't scare you off too much with the rant because we have a lot of fun here and we do like the Rockies <laughs> as much as uh, the uh, the impression wasn't a uh, wasn't the best one. If that was uh, checking in, but uh, we got people trading fandom. I mean, I, I don't know how else to feel today, other than incredibly frustrated. And incredibly disappointed. Uh, but hey, we're going to have fun. We'll be breaking down the team all season long. We're talking Rockies all the time. We love uh, we love Rockies baseball. That's why we care so much. That's why we yell about it and do what we do here. But folks, there uh, that's going to do it for us today here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. If you like the show, if you like me, you can check me out at Paul Holden 33 You can subscribe 
to Locked On Rockies on YouTube. And uh, you can also follow along with uh, Locked On Rockies at LO Rockies on Twitter. Your sub on YouTube is a huge, huge help to us and the show as well. I uh, appreciate we had tons of people tune in today. Appreciate each and every one of you for coming in and joining us here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Stay up to date with all things Colorado sports with the Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, and of course the Locked On Rockies podcast. And folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.